Matter of Spirit is a quarterly publication of the Intercommunity Peace and Justice Center. This article appeared in Fall 2021 issue on Sacred Pathways. Pastoral Call and Prophetic Response by Chris Mayer. Chris is a board-certified chaplain in Chicago. God's Calling I used to work as a technical writer at the Chicago Tribune, but was laid off with about 700 others. At the time, I was also questioning my work, my role, and wondering how could I contribute. I was organizing some papers and found a small pamphlet from the church about the corporal works of mercy, like feeding the hungry, visiting the sick, clothing the naked. My father was a minister of care at hospitals and nursing homes for years following his retirement. And I remember him asking, now that your trip job is over, what will you do? And I said, I want to do what you do. At this time, many difficult emotional things were happening in my life. My husband at the time and I were struggling with infertility. We endured eight artificial inseminations six in vitro fertilizations. Once I got a call that I might be pregnant, the blood test was inconclusive. The next day, the blood test showed that I was not pregnant. The nurse and I cried on the phone. It was a lonely time for me since this was happening to my body. My husband tried to understand, but how could he, really? I remember self-isolating, turning down invitations to baby showers and baby birthday parties. I never wanted other women to use these ways of coping with their pain. I wanted to accompany women and men who were sad or going through their own versions of hell. I wanted people to know that they were not alone. With all this happening in my heart and head, I did a Google search. Women plus ministry plus career or something similar to that. The National Association of Catholic Chaplains, NACC, site popped up. I thought to myself, wait, can I be a woman ministering in the Catholic Church and still earn some money? Really? I applied to Loyola University Chicago to start my master's degree in pastoral studies. Now I'm a Catholic chaplain working at Chicago hospitals and accompanying patients, laughing with those who laugh and weeping with those who weep. One of my most difficult shifts was a 24-hour shift. Three people died that night. Two were twins. Just born, a baby, and a girl. I am not able to have children and have done much grieving over this fact, so this hit home personally as well. I was called to baptize the twins. The Catholic parents were there, of course. The mother, having just given birth, was wheeled in her bed to the baby's side. They were tiny, and I asked the nurses if I could even touch their foreheads. Sometimes the skin is very delicate. I reached into the bassinet and baptized both babies. I cried, but the parents prayed. A few hours later, the baby boy died, and I went back to bless the baby and console the parents. A few hours after that, the baby girl died. And I went back up. By now, more family had arrived. This was pre-COVID-19. And we prayed and thanked God for these babies, for comfort, for the care of the staff, for the support from loving families. 
This grieving couple taught me so much about faith, about family strength, about marital love. I'll never forget this night. In a way, I think God helps us chaplains heal from our own sorrows while ministering to God's children. I've heard other chaplains experiencing healing too. I'm grateful for this and for my fellow ministers and for the hospital staff, we are a team. In some cases, patients might ask, why did God do this to me? Why did God give me this disease? I've asked that question of God too at times in my life. I think God loves when we ask questions, when we keep asking, when we try to understand and ponder and learn from scripture, from books, from each other, from counselors and ministers. We are here for each other to help each other. Additionally, I am a big fan of flipping things and ideas. For instance, I heard a great homily once where the priest said, instead of asking why, you can choose to ask, what am I going to do about it? That's a wonderful flip. Instead of turning inward and isolating, one can figure out how to help other people, how to turn intense personal sorrow into pain that helps others or facilitates the release of pain for others. We can use life experience to grow and heal and help others to grow and heal. Realizing this transformed my life. Women take up the call. I am seeing more and more women become chaplains. We are not allowed to be priests or deacons in the Catholic Church. We are, however, allowed to be ministers of care, extraordinary ministers at Mass, lectors, and volunteers of all kinds. I ministered with older women for whom chaplaincy is a second or third career or a way to minister to others after their own children are grown. Some of us are divorced. Some of us are married. Some of us have never married but are not religious sisters. I also find that perhaps women and older women at that are good at listening and are not threatening to others. So many people, men and women, young and old, confide in us. We have experience and knowledge about the world, about life, about marriage and family. We have different perspectives from our male counterparts and certainly a different perspective from priests. We have experienced our own joys and sorrows, so it seems that many patients confide in us. When I was going through my own divorce, I encountered male patients who were dying and told me about their own affairs and their remorse. One said, I'm a bad man. We talked about the prodigal son and how God loves us, and we are God's children. We talked about forgiveness and how God never turns away, but always stands open arms waiting for us. Sometimes we sit in gentle silence. I once ministered to a female oncology patient who was still angry about her divorce from 20 years earlier. We cried. We talked about forgiveness and acceptance. She hugged me and we cried some more. She was grateful to God for her children who were gifts from her marriage. Three days later, she died. I waited in the hallway at 3 a.m. with her ex-husband while her adult children and her parents went to the room to say goodbye. I prayed silently, really, Lord, you want me to wait in the hallway with this man? You've got to help me. 
I could not have done it without God's help. God's grace always comes through, just in time. And through this experience, maybe my own wounds of divorce healed just a little more. A never married minister might not have understood difficulties in marriage and affairs like I have. A Catholic priest might not have understood this dying divorced woman like I did. Women bring a whole new dimension and life experience to ministry. We may have given birth, experienced miscarriages or infertility, been cast aside by our husbands for younger women, been raped or abused. We understand life and experience life in ways that men cannot. That said, I have had wonderful ministerial encounters with Catholic priests who have helped me on my journey. We all contribute in our own way. I know that through my own ministry, my own yes to God, and my own willingness to serve God's children, that I too am being healed.